This is Christ, Culture, and Coffee, a podcast designed to help equip Christians to be able to defend their faith and be confident in their faith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Coffee. I'm your host, Robbie Lashua, and I'm here with my illuminative co-host, Tyler Hurley. Looking for a new word there. I was. I was stretching. Yeah, I want yeah, to say illustrative, good. but I've already said that. that. That's okay. I appreciate the flattery. Thank you guys so much for being with us on Christ, Culture, and Coffee. We have a very special guest here with us yes. today, Haley. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Haley is, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to toot my own horn, but you're kind of like our super fan. I am. You like this right, show yeah. a lot, right? I do. Your mom was telling me you were just devastated when you heard we were going to be changing things up mm -hmm. with me moving to STR and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, right. But because you follow the show for so long, we wanted to have you on just kind of to talk about how apologetics has played out in your life, mm -hmm. how college is going now that you're in college, what you're using apologetics for in college. So we're going to get to all of that kind of stuff. But we yes. start every episode with a coffee tip. Yeah, that's right. So tell us, what is your favorite type of coffee? Or do you even like coffee? Let's hear that. Um, so I'm not really a coffee drinker um, for a couple of reasons. Right, okay. So some certain like coffees kind of like upset my stomach, you know, mm -hmm. gotta mm -hmm. be okay. pretty careful. Um, but like I really like frappuccinos from like Starbucks, smoke okay. sometimes. Um, even like a nice herbal tea. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Let's hold on here. He makes, yeah. Listen, everybody see. can like what they like. That's okay. That's okay. We like you still, Haley. Yeah, I was going to say, we had someone on the show a while back who uh, doesn't drink any form of coffee. You drink mm. coffee. But someone was on the show a while back who only like said that he just drinks hot chocolate yeah. or tea and that's about I'm it. I'm still friends with him but I'm a little leery. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, right, right. And actually, uh, let's let's I was I was just reading a book about confession this week. So full disclosure here in confession. There was one week on this show where I had a sore throat mm. and instead of having coffee in my mug you had tea. I blasphemed. Whoa. And I had tea in there. I, I know. I know. Uh, are hypocrite you over British? here. No, I'm not. Do we not know Look, this? My yeah. teeth are straight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. There okay, we go. calm down. Okay, Tyler. okay. Sorry for all you fans <laughs> in England. We are not making fun. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not. It's just, you know, we, we like our coffee. We do like our coffee. And we throw tea into the ocean. But hey, that's, that is interesting that you at least still like some forms of coffee. So that yes. checks a box in our book. <laughs> yes. So. It does. It does. Awesome. Well, and frappuccinos, that's your go-to. Mm -hmm. Those are yeah. good. I mean, they are. They're, they're very good. Um, yeah. 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 I like some of those. All right, Haley. Well, here's the deal. A lot of our listeners have no idea who you are. So let's start out with you telling us a little bit about who you are, your background, what you're up to mm -hmm. these days. All right, um, so I'm Haley. Um, I go to the church that you guys go to. Um, I've been going here pretty much my entire life. Mm. Um, so I grew up in the church. I would say I became a Christian when I was about five years old um, at VBS. Um, and ever since then, I've just been kind of like growing my faith and stuff. Um, I think I started getting into like evangelism and ap apologetics when I was in middle school, mm -hmm. which is pretty young. Um, but... Um, I go to a really good church that kind of just like exposed me to all those things and like really taught me and trained me in that. Um, so right now I'm attending uh, Grand Canyon University. I'm oh, a freshman. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I'm going into my third month, which is really weird. It feels like a lot longer than that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, sure, right. But um, I'm just 
um, studying, doing work. Mm. I work on campus. Um, I'm actually majoring in English for secondary education. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. So I plan yeah. on being a high school English teacher um, after college. So. Mm. That's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. So let's talk about, because I know you've listened, you've probably listened to most of our episodes. Mm-hmm. I've never listened to one of them. <laughs> it's true. Like, other than to edit, you know, audio yeah, and stuff. Because yeah. yeah. um, I lived it. Tyler, mm-hmm. that's true. why. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> but you've listened that's to a lot. And so, like, how has, like, the content and the, the evangelism strategies and the apologetics on Christ, Culture, and Coffee, how has that prepared you, do you think, for college? Ha- I mean, has it prepared you for college? It might not, I might be assuming too much. <laughs> um, I would say it definitely has. Um, I um, So I kind of... I already have the answers to a lot of, like, tough questions that people deal with through, like, learning about apologetics and listening to your guys' podcast, which you discuss a lot of um, details and topics. Um, so a lot of, like, other college students may have, like, uh, certain questions or deal with, like, certain issues, but I'm, like, I kind of already know the answers, so I don't really have to struggle with that um, as much. Um, and then when other people have those questions, I am able to like answer that for them and like kind of explain to them like different things. Um, and even like in my Christian worldview class that I'm taking, like my professor is like discussing a lot of things that I already knew because of the podcast. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, so he was talking about like the resurrection of Jesus one time and I was like, oh yeah, 500 women died following the body. Like (laughs) cross culture coffee taught me that like just the different, like, uh, evidences for like Jesus's resurrection. Mm -hmm. Like I already know that. Um, so it really like just prepared me to have that like head knowledge, um, of a lot of, um, different like evidences for our faith. Um, and it also, um, that also strengthened my faith even more because I was able to understand, um, like more about God and more about just Christianity. Um, and then also like you guys have talked about like different people's like religions and perspectives and that has kind of like exposed me to those different types of um, people and like mm. when I meet those people I can be able to see like oh yeah like this is what you believe this is what I believe this is how we're different and this is how I can share the gospel with you and that's kind of what your your guys's podcast did for me that's so. awesome yeah, wow. that's cool yeah. that is so much well and one thing yeah. like because that is unbelievable on a practical side I was wondering about um do you review old episodes like because I wonder about that sometimes because like sure, I know I, on yeah. podcasts I listen to like if I forget I'm like oh man this guy made a really great argument and I totally spaced mm-hmm. it I'm gonna go back and listen again and it's just like a resource I use to keep mm-hmm. re-educating myself sometimes actually um I think sometimes I have but a lot of things I've just kind of remembered it because that's awesome I don't know so you, you guys like a, you have a good memory yeah yeah like, that's really great and also I think you guys just explain things like really well to the point where, like, I just, like, remember, like, oh, like, this episode, they're talking about this, and, like, just, like, I don't know, yeah, just cool. remember it. So. Well, that's cool. It's, uh, it's just nice to, like, uh, that you have sought that out and, like, looked into this more, because it's actually, it, we've noticed, too, a lot of people, like, uh, going into college don't, uh, really invest their time into that, because you're doing, like, sc- school yeah. <laughs> like and other things in life like jobs and stuff so uh, just the time that you put put into learning more is really awesome mm-hmm. um but with that too since you've been at school we were going to ask you as well uh what have you been doing in serving the lord at college because we've heard some uh, stuff that you, that's been going on at your campus if you mm-hmm. wanted to share about that um yeah 
<coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been trying to get involved in two more like clubs on campus. Um, there's um, one uh, called Turning Point USA. They're like a super conservative uh, Christian club. Yeah. And they do mm-hmm. a lot with like politics and stuff like that. Um, also, me and a few girls um, on campus have been trying to start Students for Life, which oh, is yeah. a pro-life oh, yeah. um, cool. organization, and we're going to try to make it a club on campus. And we actually great. just got it passed um, really? last oh, that's week. Great. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so, huge. Um, yeah, yeah, so we're getting started on that. What, what types of things will you be doing with Students for Life? Yeah, um, so we're just going to have like club meetings where we kind of discuss different uh, like pro-life um, topics, like pro-life apologetics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like equip people but also to just educate even people who don't uh, agree with it um also i really want to like do a lot of like service projects helping like pregnant women in need and mm-hmm. working at um uh, pre- pregnancy centers uh, like crisis pregnancy centers yeah. that um yeah. is in uh, our town um and we'll, we'll have like different like events with different speakers from the organization just come and like speak um about uh, abortion stuff like that that is wow. so cool yeah. that's so needed on campuses and somebody yeah. who's like because uh, I've seen people do it and we need to be mm-hmm. we need to be proactive with our mm-hmm. pro-life views but I've also seen people be like militant about it so I think the yeah, cool thing yeah. you're going to have to offer is you're kind and you're respectful Thanks. and you stand for truth mm-hmm. and that combination I think really goes a long way with people who we disagree with knowing we care about them but knowing we disagree at the same time yeah. versus just knowing we disagree with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what's yeah. what's really important about that too is uh, I've, uh, we've come to find through uh, the years of like doing ministry and pro-life ministry a lot is that a lot of times it's a matter of education because a lot mm-hmm. of people don't uh, – like, there's a lot of people in the church that didn't know a lot of this stuff about the pro-life argument. And I've, I've personally walked people through the sled test and stuff before and it completely changed your mind mm-hmm. like, like yeah you can change times in my minds, life yep. i've, I've ha- walked people through that and it's changed your perspective on abortion <laughs> and so like just by having that educational aspect on campus and building a culture and a community of that it really does make a difference it's mm-hmm. not just like uh, an echo chamber of people who all believe in the yeah. same thing it's like you're you're setting a presence for yourselves and people are asking and word is being it's being talked about and that's the point that's what's significant about that mm-hmm. so really cool really cool that is awesome yeah yeah, congratulations yeah. on getting that passed. Thanks. Yeah. That's yeah. going to do awesome stuff at GCU, mm-hmm. I'm sure. That's I'm so excited. Great. Yeah. Well, hey, so, okay, now we've talked about, okay, you're doing great stuff, good things are going on, you're prepared, but there's always challenges. Yeah. So what are some challenges that you have been running into with classmates at GCU? Because everybody goes to GCU is not a believer, mm-hmm. right? There's Mormons, there's Muslims, mm-hmm. there's yeah. atheists, there's everybody. So what are some uh, of the challenges that you've encountered so far in your first semester at school? Um, yeah, so a lot of, um, like, students and people that I've met, um, they kind of have just, like, a head knowledge of, like, God and Christianity, but maybe they don't really, like, fully believe in it. Yeah. Um, so, like, like for example, like, in my Christian worldview class, they, like, talk about, like, the Christian worldview, like, Christianity, kind of the basics of that. Um, and a lot of them, like, still don't know or don't understand or maybe even don't want to. Um, and like, that's just like, I don't know. It's really interesting to see like, you know, where I go to a Christian university Mm. and there's all these people who aren't Christians and kind of complain about it too. Um, I've definitely seen, um, even some people who just like party and drink, like whether that be on campus or off, Mm -hmm. um, like just like living that like 
crazy college life. Um, and I think a lot of people, um, they think, oh, I go to college. I don't really have any more accountability. I don't need to follow what my parents say. So they kind of just like go off on their own and uh, do whatever they want. Right. Um, I'm not like that. Um, but like, it's just interesting to see like those different types of people even at like a Christian university. Yeah. yeah. And, and I remember when I went, cause I went to what's Arizona Christian university now, but it was yeah. Southwestern when I went mm-hmm. and I remember like thinking, this is going to be great. Cause it's going to be all these other kids who want to follow Jesus like mm-hmm. me. And at that school, they make you sign a statement of, I am a Christian. This is mm-hmm. when I accepted the Lord. This is when I got baptized, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I get in there and I'm like, I don't know if these guys are all Christians. Exactly. <laughs> there was a lot of Christians there. Like at GCU, there's a lot of Christians. Yeah, there right. is. But right. yeah, it was the same thing. And it was, uh, for me, it was kind of a rude awakening to like, man, I had such high expectations of this place. Me too. They really let me down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And well, it's not that organization, but it's just people, right? It's well, people. yeah. I went to GCU too. I graduated mm-hmm. there. And I, like that was something too that happened. I mean... Um, I had people that lived on my hall that were doing the same stuff. So it's like, it's just, it's everywhere. And it's a part of, uh, th- that's just the culture that's yeah. there. And a lot of times they've, I've even seen a, a lot of people going from GCU's campus to ASU yeah. stuff. And like, that's a very popular thing to do. Um, and ASU has a reputation of being the number one party school in the nation, apparently. <laughs> well, oh, that's Ohio what, State uh, might Ohio contend State with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like You're right. Like but the, you know, that's a debate that I don't care too much about. No, so. me <laughs> <not>. <laughs> I know. But right? still, but it, it happens. And that's the thing. It's, uh, um, and it's good just to, uh, um, try to have that, like that expectation of what to expect with people on the campus and yeah. what you're getting into. So. Well, and how, how do you, like, so let's talk about yeah. this for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Cause there's people listening who, you know, have kids your age, who have people that are going into college that mm-hmm. are kids or grandkids. So yeah. like, what do you think it was that has kept you from being the type of person who's like, yeah, I'm in college. I'm going to go crazy now. And I'm going to party and do all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. gives, gives people some insights on like how they can prepare their kids well to go into college, no matter if it's, you know, a Christian university that has party yeah, right, or right. it's ASU even, you know, mm-hmm. God forbid, <laughs> a sun devil. Yeah. 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 The, the devil's school. Yeah. Right? The devil's yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just grew up in a really good church that kind of just like trained me, um, super well. And I have like really good parents, mm-hmm. um, again, who trained me really well. And I, um, I don't know. I'm just the type of person who, who like, I kind of like that accountability. I like being on the straight and narrow. And I think like just being a Christian, um, like you want to like please God and serve God. Yeah. Mm. Um, so like just like continuing to follow him and like, um, like preparing, like whether it's parents preparing their kids or the college students, like preparing themselves, um, just through like prayer, like reading the Bible, um, like actually having that foundation and knowing who God is and like having that relationship with him um, and really like building off that mm-hmm. and like getting like deep into your faith, um, having like deep conversations or even like uh, listening to like podcasts about apologetics or s- stuff like that. Like I really had like a foundation um, where like, again, like I knew answers to hard questions and I was able to like, just have a deeper understanding because like I was, I was just able to like grow in my faith through like going to church, listening mm-hmm. to guys' podcasts, mm-hmm. listening to other sermons mm-hmm. or other speakers, um, and just really having a good community too. Um, like 
whether that be like getting like a mentor, getting like a good group of like Christian friends and like maybe doing Bible studies, like Mm -hmm. really just getting involved, um, uh, like at your church, at your youth group, um, just with like other good Christian. That's so important. I think, I think that's really wise because I I actually just heard a stat. This, this was crazy to me. Um, our children's pastor was telling me Mm -hmm. that he just heard the statistic that the number one, uh, an indicator for Christian kids growing up to make their faith their own is to have somebody who isn't their parents Mm -hmm. also reinforcing what their parents are teaching. Yeah. So having that mentor, having that youth pastor, having that person in church who's pouring in outside of your parents, but are also reinforcing the things your parents are teaching. Mm -hmm. That's like when people have that, it is a huge factor to being faithful to Jesus. Mm -hmm. So when do you think like, because your parents raised you in church, right? You're you're a four-year-old. You have to go to church. Yeah. Where was it and how did it happen where you kind of made your faith your own? And it wasn't, it's just my parents making me do it, but I'm Mm -hmm. taking Mm -hmm. ownership of this. Um, I think for me, it started in middle school. Um, um, so Trevor Shallow, he's the high school pastor currently, mm-hmm. but back then he was a middle school pastor. Um, so when I went into middle school, he, um, did a lot of sermons again about like kind of just soft apologetics, like just like preparing us and teaching us evangelism. And, mm-hmm. um, I remember we like did a series, this might've been with Dwight at the time, but we did a series <clears throat> with, I'm just talking about, like, different, like, religions, Um, and also just, um, I remember Trevor did a sermon series about, uh, like, 2 Timothy, like, leaving a legacy, and, like, sharing the gospel with people, like, wanting to be remembered, like, as somebody who loved people and loved Jesus, Mm -hmm. so I think that was kind of what flipped the switch, like, um, in my head, that I wanted to be the person um, that people would remember who like just loved Jesus and loved others. Um, so yeah, that, and that's kind of when I started, uh, like evangelizing to my friends, like in middle school, like seventh grade. Just Was that scary at first? Kind of. Yeah. I got made fun of a lot in middle school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I just like kept doing it. Right. Um, and just like talking to people about like faith and religion and mm-hmm. not being afraid to have those like kind of hard topics like a lot of people are just super uncomfortable with that mm. but I yeah, true. I wasn't so I was just like um opening up the conversation so. that is yeah, awesome that's yeah. wow that is so cool that's yeah. so cool to hear yeah Trevor's gonna be stoked to hear that too actually. oh I'm sure I'm sure you will yeah and that's uh, that's just crazy that's kind of like uh that's kind of what it is right it's like it's about Christian community and mm-hmm. stuff and I think that um accountability is a big aspect of that by having other people around you who uh support you and can encourage you uh and that yeah, I think that's a big structure for it, including like a length of youth group and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so with that though, uh, this is kind of going into the next uh, s- like area where we're going to discuss was mm-hmm. how has apologetic strengthened your faith personally? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, we, we talked about, broke down how you've made it your own, but how is now like when you've added apologetics to that, how has it become like, hey, this is really solid and I feel comfortable in my faith, so... Um, yeah, so apologetics, again, like, it definitely has made me uh, grow deeper in my faith, um, again, because, like, I had those, like, answers, like, to the world and to the universe and, like, about God, Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't really left, like, wondering, like, of course, like, we'll never be able to know every single thing, but, yeah, sure, but, like, once you know, like, the character of God and at least, like, 
who he is, like what he's done, then um, that just definitely helps. Mm. Um, um, but I'm uh, sorry, I'm blanking. That's no, right. no, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just any ways that apologetics has just uh, <laughs> strengthened you over the past few years or whenever. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, just. How, like, how has having answers mm-hmm. benefited you? Mm, yeah. Um, it definitely, so it benefited me because, um, again, like I, I, w- I didn't have like the same struggles that other people did, mm-hmm. like regarding like theology, like I had that strong foundation. Um, I've actually like kind of noticed in like society, a lot of people who considered themselves to be like Christians, um, kind of like go away from the faith mm-hmm. and like denounce Christianity, mm-hmm. um, and I really think it was because, like, they didn't have a good foundation of understanding or, like, of apologetics, like, um, like knowing their faith and knowing why they believe what they believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, like, whenever I have, like, those conversations with other people, like, sharing the gospel with them or, like, even just talking about, like, religion, like, I, I'm able to have a good, uh, like, reason and evidence for, like, what I believe and I can explain like why I believe it like probably and a lot of times like once you know apologetics for Christianity mm-hmm. um you kind of are able to better explain why you believe what you believe than like other people of other religions can oh, yeah, like true. a lot of people yeah. just don't oh, yeah. know like yeah they don't know what they believe, believe. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly so, it's just like a cultural oh I must be this because I was raised this way yeah, yeah. Mm. um so it's just like good to um to know that, like, you're not believing a lie. Like, yeah, um, right. I think Paul in the Bible talks about, like, the um, if Christ has not been raised and our faith is in vain, mm-hmm. uh, like, it doesn't mean anything if it's not true. Yeah, yes. Um, so it's definitely, like, a good, like, comforting <clears throat> thing. Like, I have all these reasons and evidences and knowledge, um, which, like, gives me comfort because I know, like, I'm not believing a lie. Like, this is actually the truth. Yeah. And other people aren't believing in the truth, and I could share that with them. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Well, how does, like, okay, so, because I'm just imagining, I always try to, like, because I think apologetics, I think about arguing (laughs) with everybody all the time. It's not healthy a lot, (laughs) but sometimes it's helpful. So, with people, you know, out there who may be hearing this, they're going to, listen, okay, Haley, (laughs) you're an 18-year-old college freshman, you've never got out in the real world, you haven't gone through anything hard in your life, that's why you're a Christian, (laughs) Right. Have you gone through hard things in your life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now kind of everybody has. I yeah. think if you live more than 10 minutes, you've gone through a few hard yeah. things. But like, how yeah. has like your solid foundation helped you through mm-hmm. the hard times? Um, it just gave me like peace of, of mind, um, just a lot of uh, like joy. Like the Bible talks about like even in the midst of like, sh- like troubles or struggles, um, like God can still bring you joy and you can yeah. still have that. Like joy is like... Um, like kind of that eternal like peace like it's not just like happiness which is fleeting it's like yeah. always there even in hard times um but yeah i've definitely had a lot of struggles um just a lot of things going on tragedy but, right i mean all of those types yeah. of things happen to all of us yeah yeah um but just like knowing that like god is there like he has a plan for us like he can turn like he can make good things from like the bad situations um and like he, 
like he just like knows like for me it's really comforting like that god he knows what's gonna happen and like we can trust him mm-hmm. um yeah. like just like being able to trust god is like super important like during those times mm-hmm. um and yeah, just having that, like, peace. And having reasons um, to be able to trust him, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, a lot of times, you know, people who don't have a strong, solid foundation, mm-hmm. like you're explaining, and don't understand the character of God, and don't know experientially, right, a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they, they go to church, you know, so I'm a Christian, they'll say, but then hard times happen, somebody dies, mm-hmm. a, a bad diagnosis of a disease happens to them, and then the question is like, what the heck, yeah. God? I've been going to church. You're yeah, supposed to make yeah. my life perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, and that doesn't work for anybody, right? None of our lives are yeah, perfect. Yeah, right, right. But but that's that's often the 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 trajectory of people's lives when they leave Christ. That's that's the point yeah. at where they they feel the tension and they go, "This isn't working out because God's not making me happy." Right. Mm-hmm. But having a firm foundation helps you through those difficult times. Yeah. Not because they're not difficult. Right. But it's not like a, I'm going to abandon God now because he didn't come through for me. Right. It's yeah, a mature right. understanding of yeah. how life is. Yeah. Yeah. Like God knows better than I do and he'll mm-hmm. bring me through it and I can trust in him because of that. And I don't have to like be mad at God. Like, he, yeah. like he, yeah. he knows. What. I've always wondered what people do. So like, you know, like an atheist or, or mm. you, you walk away from God and bad things still happen to you because they do. Yeah. Who do you get mad at at that point? I've often wondered that. Like, what? I think at that point, then they stupid just universe. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The universe Evolution. is against me. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about, but and that kind of leads into the next question that I wanted to, <laughs> right, I wanted to yeah. ask you about. So, uh, I am an old man, right? I am not a young at all anymore. I'm middle aged, middle aged. Mm. It's disgusting. <laughs> anyway, um, so oh, I don't, yeah. I'm not hanging out with college students. <laughs> I don't know what's cool anymore. I'm stuck in the nineties, you know, all these things. So <laughs> what do you think? Cause you are an insider. Yes. You are on the college campus. You are infiltrating the college lifestyle. You are an indigenous college person, right? <laughs> what do you believe are the biggest issues that college students have with Christianity mm-hmm. in our culture in this day and age? Mm. Yeah, I think kind of like what we were talking about before, like a lot of uh, like college students who like come at least to my campus, um, they so they have like kind of like a head knowledge of God. Like Mm -hmm. they they went to church when they were little because their parents made them or their parents like call themselves Christians. So they just call themselves Christians. And that's kind of like that's they were Christian by name and that was it. Okay. Um, and so I think a lot of people just come in, um, like with their parents' faith, like they're still like under their parents' faith, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't right. made it their own yet. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't made it their own. Like they haven't like had a deeper, uh, understanding or like deep relationship with God. Like it's super like surface level. Mm-hmm. Um, like they just don't really know a lot about the faith or, about like Jesus or anything like that, like they just say they're they're Christians because of their parents. Okay. Yeah. Um, like even though they're like 
supposed to be adults, they still say, oh, yeah, well, like, I was talking to one girl uh, a couple weeks ago, and she's like, yeah, well, technically, I'm a Christian because my mom was, and I was like, what? how does that <laughs> work? Yeah. Do like, they think it's, like, an ethnicity or something? Or I guess. skin color or I guess, eye like, color or something? Well, you, you hear that a lot. Uh, you, even do. In, you do. Even, <laughs> even in other beliefs, like, uh, I've I've known people who, uh, that that's something that I've heard a lot with uh, Catholics at mm-hmm. school. They would say, well, I, I'm Catholic because I was, that's, I that's was, my family. Yeah, yeah, that's how I was raised. Uh, even, even like a, a lot of people, they just adapt whatever uh, they grew up with, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that's universal, which my, is unfortunate. Yeah. My good friend growing up, Greg, I'll never forget. He's he's a Christian now, which is awesome, mm-hmm. and he's doing he's amazing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when we were kids, he was a Catholic. Mm-hmm. And I'd always be like, dude, you should come to church with me. And you know what he'd always say? Ravi, I'm Italian. I'm Catholic. Like, that was his excuse. Like, like, all Italians have to be Catholic. <laughs> anyway, it's so funny. Get out yeah. of here. Get man. out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did this with his hands. Yeah, but, he, but I would go <laughs> right. over to his house, and his mom would make us uh, peppers and Italian Ooh, sausage, and it was awesome. So anyway. Nice. Of course. Yeah. Of course, yeah, of course. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, because they're Italian. Because they're Italian. Why else? They're Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, so. So, so that's, but that's a good point, to, to yeah. your point. It's like, that's that happens a lot. People fit into that mentality. It's like, this is mm-hmm. the way that my family is, and that's the way that I'm going to be. Yeah, and what yeah. I think it's, like, interesting, because they're supposed to be adults. But yeah, they're uh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh. still, like, just call myself this because my mommy and daddy said so. <laughs> but I'm my own person. I'm my own and person. I don't have to I'm go to gonna bed like at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I'm gonna go party and like drink. But I'm I still call myself a Christian because my parents told me to. Yeah, but that's, see, Cause, it's because they don't want to think about it for themselves. Really. But if yeah. that's all you have, that's, it's just a thin veneer. It's not gonna last yeah. very long, right? Because when you get challenged by college professors, mm-hmm. you get challenged by other people's mm-hmm. beliefs in college. You're gonna go, yeah. Why do I think this? Is yeah. it ju- if it if it's just because? My mom and dad or my grandma thinks mm-hmm. this. You're not going to stay in that very long. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You got to have better reasons than that. Yeah. So you're saying that's a huge issue you're seeing on the college campus. <laughs> yes. Just kind of shallow surface level. Yes. Christian mm-hmm. in name. Only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even like a lot of people um, who may be like a bit deeper in their faith, like have a little bit more head knowledge. It's kind of that cognitive dissonance where they like, oh, yeah, I go to church. I go to like chapel on Mondays on campus and all that stuff. But again, I still party and drink and mm-hmm. like, but oh yeah, I'm a Christian, but I swear. Mm. Yeah. Or sure. like, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to go drink with my friends underage. Like, yikes. Yeah. yeah. And you're going, how does this like, so do you believe what the Bible says or not? I know. Right? It's kind yeah. of a confusing, um, confusing. And, like, we all, and we all screw up. It's not yeah. about not messing yeah, up, yeah. Right, not absolutely. ever doing anything wrong. Right. Yeah. It's, it's openly well, like yeah. you said, cognitive dissonance. Like, yeah. What are you doing? If you, you say you believe this, but you're doing this, it's really uh-huh. hard for me to believe you. Exactly. Yeah. That is interesting. That's yeah. a problem. That's yeah. That's a real problem. It absolutely is. Well, what other issues? Have you seen other things? Mm-hmm. I know you've only been there for, it hasn't even been a semester yet. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. No. Right. Of course. Yeah. And you've got your studies and work and you know, real life to deal with too, but <laughs> Yeah. Any other things you've seen or heard that are kind of struggles, that issues that people have with Christianity? Um, I guess um, somebody pointed out to me, like, a lot of people kind of just think of Christians as hypocrites. Okay. Um, mm. Because, like, kind of like what you were saying, Robbie, like, like they, like, will mess up, but they say, like, oh, like, you can't sin, like, you can't do this, but then they, like, go out and do it themselves, mm-hmm. or they're, like, just, like, mean or whatever, like, um, so a lot of people just kind of have, like, a bad view of Christianity from those people that have maybe, like, done that, like, 
um, oh yeah, like you're going to hell if you're gay or mm-hmm. like just uh, different things like that. Um, so yeah. I think a lot of people also kind of have um, just like a bad uh, reputation for Christians. Well, and that probably comes from these Christian in name only people yeah. doing whatever they want six yeah, days a week yeah. and then culturally say, well, I go to church and I'm a good yeah. Christian. It's like, no, it's not translating into your life. And the world sees that. They mm-hmm. go, this is hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. People have issues when, when you say you believe one thing and you live completely different. Of course. Yeah. yeah. For yeah, sure. that's a big deal. Have you mm-hmm. seen? Have you like uh, gotten frustrated with that with people? You I, I don't want you to name names. <laughs> oh sure, but yeah, with yeah. people you've seen <laughs> in school and stuff, you're like, what are you uh, doing? Yes, like so much. Like I just have high expectations of people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, like when I see like a Christian who's like doing something like they shouldn't be doing, I'm like, bro, like why are you doing that? <laughs> that's great. Like, for real. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely get frustrated yeah. with that. So, so how do you deal with that frustration? Cause um, I feel the same way in college. Like, again. Yeah. Pray. Yeah, <laughs> like that's God, good. like give me a better attitude and <laughs> like help me to like still like love these people. And, um, but like also yeah. like tell them like the truth, like if they're like messing up or doing something they shouldn't be in, like, um, like give me the words to say if I were to tell them like those types of things or yeah. uh, just different things like that. That's awesome. Mm. Just relying on the Lord to help guide you through because you want to be kind to people, but you yeah. do want to stand up for truth because exactly. it's best for them to follow the Lord. It's mm-hmm. following Jesus is good for us and it's not, it doesn't mean a problem free life, but it's, yeah. it's purposeful and it's meaningful yeah. Yeah. and it's worth it and it's not wasted. That's awesome. Well, and I, I see what we're, like that, that's aspect of it too, is because, uh, I've been in your position with that before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, there were times where, uh, um, I felt discouraged cause I had some friends at school, um, where it was like one day in particular, I had a conversation with, uh, multiple people, uh, coincidentally it happened to be on abortion. Uh, <laughs> but it was very, um, like all of them were professing Christians they, were like, they would tell you, they're like, yeah, I'm a believer, but all of them said they were pro-choice. And yeah. that just wow. like, that really struck a nerve with me. And I was like, I, I like, I was trying to figure out how do I manage this? How do I talk to them about it? Exactly. Well, and and let's, yeah. let's make sure we say something clear. You mm-hmm. can be a Christian and be yes, pro-choice, absolutely. but you should not be. Yeah, correct. correct. <laughs> and that's, so, and that's so it's not like you we, can't go to heaven yeah, with yeah, that yeah. stupid yeah. belief. And that's exactly. something we've talked about plenty yeah. of times on the show. We're, we're very at like firm on that. You can, I mean, you can live a terrible, a terrible sinful life, life yeah. and yeah. you, we believe you are still saved if you know and trust Jesus as your savior. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how you live your life, but you should live your life in God's and will. it's stupid not to it live according stupid. to God mm-hmm. wants. Absolutely. There's this guy on the, on the YouTube channel and he always posts, whenever we do like an LGBTQ <laughs> yeah. thing, yeah. all he says is like, uh, um, there's nothing wrong with being LGBTQ and Christian or like, uh, there's no contradiction or you can be LGBTQ and Christian. We've no no problem. Can. And I'm like, we're not saying you can't. You're saying you shouldn't. Like, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, can, I can be a Christian and do a lot of bad things, right? That's and, not right. Yeah. And, and that's where it gets, like mm-hmm. you were saying, Tyler, like we want to steer people away from <laughs> yeah. things yeah. that are harmful or things that will harm other people. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. So I'm sorry I cut you off with that. You're talking <laughs> no, with your no, friends no, about no, pro-life hey, issues. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think uh, it goes in line with what I was saying. Because sure. that's, that's very significant to talk about here. And that's what we're passionate about is uh, reaching people on that level and making sure that they understand like, hey, like we're yeah. not saying that you can't be like, you're not saved if you don't do this. And that's very important. So, but that, that's kind of where the conversation was going. I was talking with them and it was just saying like, hey, 
we like we as believers should stand up for life and this mm-hmm. is what scripture says and walk them through that and then and not only that it just uh even from a secular perspective uh i mean of course your view on life matters on yeah. your value of human life but from a secular and scientific perspective of uh that it the unborn is a human being at the moment of conception mm-hmm. that like it is irrefutable to me and because it is so <laughs> when i'm talking to people about that it can it can get frustrating so uh, there, there's times, the story that I'm getting at here is, uh, there was a time where I was talking to multiple people about this in one day and I got really discouraged and it put a lot of pressure on me. And I think, uh, it relates a lot to what you were saying. Yeah. Um, because when you're in those situations, it can get discouraging. You're like, Hey, this sucks. Like people yeah. who I care about aren't lining up with scripture and I want them to know the truth and I want them to yeah. understand this. But at the same time, you got to approach that in love and grace and yeah. it's, it can get discouraging. And so, but uh, that's a really cool thing, uh, that you're putting an effort into the club on campus. Yeah. I think that that's fantastic because that's another way for the pro-life issue specifically. Like I said before, like it's all about awareness and talking about it. And yeah. so that's where that's going to make a big difference. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, it's been fun like talking to you and hearing these things because, uh, and I don't know if you remember this, Tyler, but when we started this show, uh, like three and a half years ago, over three and a half yeah, years ago. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> one of the things I was studying, like, wh- you know, what's good for podcasts and how can you, you know, reach an audience and right. everything was saying, just be consistent and put it out every week at the same time. Yeah. So we need yeah. four o'clocks, Arizona time, Thursdays. That's our thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And we never missed an episode. But the other thing that I, I was reading about, they said, you need to really pick your audience <laughs> and who should it be. Yeah. And it should yeah. be as specific as possible. Because mm-hmm. we're like, well, we're Christians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Super but, specific. Yeah. But then this thing said, get specific. And so more specific than that. Right. Right. This character. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was our demographic. Yeah. And it is this, it is the female college student uh-huh. who has grown up in the church, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> wants to make an impact for the that. Lord, yeah. but doesn't necessarily know how exactly to talk to all of her friends about mm. it, feels shamed into not expressing her views, but wants to That's, follow Jesus wholeheartedly. That's really funny. Whoa. That's what we talked about. <laughs> He's not kidding. We actually drew like a diagram and yeah. pointed <laughs> we to We named like, yeah. it. We, this is, this is, and, and yeah. because if you have a target, and now there's a lot of people listening who who don't mm-hmm. reach that de- of course demographic. Yeah. but uh the truth reaches further right there's yeah. Yeah. but we had to have a target and so what kind of vocabulary are we going to use what kind of humor right. are we going to use who you know we're not targeting 65 year olds mm. we're targeting college age girl that's what we yeah. went after yeah and so it's so crazy to me that's that funny. like you are first of all i'm not saying you don't know how to mm, share yeah, yeah, you yeah. know how <laughs> but you are like the demographic yeah. we were trying to it's, equip it's kind of true stuff. So it's, i didn't even think about that isn't that crazy you're, you're absolutely right it's, that's it's, what happened it's pretty cool so um yeah yeah just really Super appreciate right. it that was years ago when that happened so yeah yeah you were just like 11 years old i was <laughs> I, I mean my voice still hadn't changed yet you know like i i've had in puberty quite whatever yeah. yeah, those were the rough years. That's I know, funny. I know, right? right. <laughs> well, Haley, anything else you yeah. want to share with the audience about apologetics and about, um, you know, just making your faith your own? Mm. Um, I would definitely say, like, do research and, like, like get involved. Like, um, definitely, like, build that uh, understanding uh, and be prepared. Like, whenever somebody, like, wants to talk to you about it or has, like, objections, like, be prepared to, like, talk to them mm-hmm. and have those conversations and like um be prepared to like use that evidence in conversation like explaining to them like uh the truth of like Jesus and um just like the truth of Christianity like 
um, just like be prepared. Yeah. Like I've talked to um, a couple people a couple weeks ago and they're like, yeah, like I have an atheist friend and I don't really know like what to talk, how to talk to them or mm. what to say. And I was like, well, like, have you done like evangelism, like apologetics or anything? They're kind of like, yeah, mm. but like, it's super scary. Sure. Um, right. So I would also say like, just like pray for boldness and like courage. Like when I was like in middle school, that's definitely something that I was like praying for, like, which that's is nice. kind of weird, but, um, and I'm like still praying for it, uh, right now. Um, but yeah, just like be, um, like be prayerful and like, be like ready for those conversations. Um, I'm like, I kind of like conflict in those situations. (laughs) Um, so just like, I'm kind of always looking for it. So Mm. not to say like look for it, but like be prepared for it and like, like be on guard. And like, if, if somebody has an objection, like, explain to them like why like your faith is true and that's yeah yeah well see Haley, i love this because one of the dangers with apologetics Mm -hmm. you know and because i went to school for it and i studied it for like the last 17 years like in depth one of the dangers i've seen with it is it can be a thing where christians are content just to know it Mm -hmm. yeah and never to use it yeah and it's it's that person who's just perpetually sharpening a sword they never intend to Mm -hmm. use in battle right Right. and we don't want to be that so i love what you're saying like use it (laughs) go out be prepared to have those conversations it might be intimidating pray for boldness do it anyways Mm -hmm. being scared is not an excuse because we have god and we can pray for boldness yeah right we do the purpose of this is to strengthen our faith so we can we can be good ambassadors for jesus yeah but we have to do that yeah (laughs) yeah i think definitely like putting like whatever you learn into practice but especially like apologetics um it kind of just like helps you like have a better understanding of it like Mm. once you like are able to like teach it like you can better like understand it and learn it for yourself like yeah I think there's just like some like stats or something that talk about like like once you learn something like you have to teach it like then you really learn it yeah Yeah. that's true yeah no that's exactly that's exactly I'll tell you that's why this podcast ended up sharpening me a lot because I was like (laughs) (laughs) like, I don't know a lot of this stuff but here we go let me get into it it is the more you teach it and the more you talk about it it solidifies right Mm -hmm. Right? it absolutely does and so yeah so those conversations are actually obviously a witnessing technique and a benefit to the person hearing but they're a benefit to you as well Mm -hmm. because you're sharpening your skills of conversation and your skills of recall and apologetics yeah seeing what works what doesn't yeah it's yeah. awesome all around yeah. well Haley, this has been so great uh this has been this is really fun that we could have you on the show mm-hmm. you could talk about a little bit of coffee and even tea <laughs> and then we could talk about college life and just uh have some of those insights from you and what you're going through yeah. at gcu so thank you so much yeah. for thank you we guys really do appreciate it. It. yeah thank and you. thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of christ culture and coffee uh we'll be back next week with another episode but before we leave don't forget i'm trying to announce this every week please support robbie when you can if yes, you can please. he needs your support for going on to his next ministry with STR so if you could please uh, go on to our Instagram page we have a link where you could donate to him and and please be praying for him too because this transition is going to be kind of a a busy process for him so he's going to have a lot to figure out and going to need your prayer and support so if you could do that please do so Uh, but anyway we will be back next week with another episode thank you for joining us on Christ Culture and Coffee If you enjoyed the show and felt that this podcast was beneficial to you, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you become a Level 4 supporter on our Patreon page, you can get yourself one of our Stoneware, Christ Culture, and Coffee mugs, as well as a t-shirt and a sticker. 
We are available on all podcasting platforms as well as YouTube, and we are also available on all social media platforms. Thanks so much for listening to Christ, Culture, and Coffee.